Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode. This is your host John Rosenberg live from Jacksonville. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the Jim Crow laws. Um, this is the, the part two series I'm doing on the Negro Wake Up Call part two series. Let's get ready. Let's start it. Jim Crow laws were state and local laws that enforced racial segregation in the southern United States. <coughs> All were enacted in the 19th and the early 20th century by the Dixiecrat. Um, President Woodrow Wilson was very involved. In 1913, he passed a law to segregate federal workers' place, federal workplace. So the segregation, the Jim Crow was a dance that the Negro American used to do and do in fair, and you know they, they used to do. And that dance came, that term came from the dance they used to do with their feet, and hence the term Jim Crow. And it, that term came, they, they use it as a term to segregate the masses uh, in the South, um, pr- primarily to public places like restaurants, hospitals, um, schools, and so on and so forth, public bathrooms. Um, like I said, hotels, those were the, they were put into place by the government. Uh, like I said, your government was very involved in dismantle the black community. It was not a, out of the thin air that they created all these laws. These laws were put in the book just to decimate and take the wealth from away from, uh, like Mark MLK told you, to an act of Congress. Millions of acres were taken away from the Negro American. I won't say African American. I won't say a black. Black is a color and is, uh, and is a state and uh, law. Is a status and law. Status. Not as a status and law. So yeah, yeah. We do have black status. We need to go to white status. Um, let's get back those land. Um, 16 million acres of land were taken away from the Negro American. I repeat, 16 million acres of land was stolen through the act of Congress from Negro American in the South. The Civil War was mainly a, a, a labor dispute from the South and the North. Like I told you guys before, the North wanted to control the wealth of the South and the South, the Confederate South, was not going for it. So that's why they went to war. It was a labor dispute because at that time, uh, black people on uh, Negro American on a lot of land, so they wanted to um, separate the land and the wealth between the North and the South. But mostly the, the wealth, because you know at that time you know tobacco, cotton, rice, and sugar, t- uh, you know all those um, crops was producing billions of dollars for the Southern economy. That being said, during that particular time until the 1965. Black people have amassed a, a, a lot of wealth throughout this country. One can argue. So segregation was um, started after the Civil War, 1861 to, eight, to uh, 1865, to 1965, when it was abolished. I say it went underground. 
So Jim Crow law were upheld in segregation in all public places, like I said before, and state of the Southern state, Confederate states of America. And like I said, this this is a, what I'm trying to convey here. We had more wealth during that time. Black Negro American had more wealth in the South during that time. So you look, they owned the land, they owned the crops, so they was making a lot of money. And that's why Black Wall Street in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, you have um, North Carolina, all those places was prosperous. They was making a lot of money because they were, we were forced, they were forced to work together and build. Segregation made them stronger because they was able to work together, invest in themselves, invest in their community. So that's why I'm so adamant about this um, so-called integration. Integration was a con that was done by the liberals Jews to take over the wealth from the black community. I repeat, integration was a con that was done by the liberal Jews and the liberal media to overtake um, the black wealth in the black community, to take the black wealth away from the, the black community as a whole, from the Negro community throughout the South and the Midwest, so on and so forth. So segregation, um, it was mostly done by, it was, a, it was through Congress, all these laws, and they have found loopholes to grab, to take the land away from, from the Negro American throughout the South. And that's why it really decimated the, the community because when those lands were taken away and given to the pale faces, AKA whites, uh, that's when everything went haywire for the Negro American, economically speaking and socially speaking too. Um, like I said, um, a lot of liberals will make you think that Oh yeah, integration was wonderful for a Negro American. They was able to, you know, interact with white folks. Nah, if you act any elders in your community, they didn't even care about interacting with white people. They didn't care about that. What they do care about was to have wealth. And I told you, wealth is 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 beyond is is what you need in life. You need wealth, you know, generation wealth. And that's why they stole it away from the Negro American throughout the South and the Midwest is that generation wealth and mostly it was done by your truly your your US government. And that's why I'm saying you cannot go for your enemy for to resolve your problem. We have to come together and resolve our own problem. And like I said, I will make a suggestion we go take this to Geneva. Because you talk about 60 million acres that was stolen. We need those land back. That's a lot of land. We're talking about trillions of dollars in today's money. One million acres probably worth a couple billion dollars or more. I'll say 100, it depends if it's a fertile land, if it's a, it's a dry land, it may worth less. But if it's a fertile land, if the land is very fertile, a million acres might worth $100 million, $100 billion, easy. So you think about it for a minute, 16 million acres of land, we talk about trillions of dollars. And I, I, reparation is a very, I won't say taboo, but it's very complex. There's a lot of complexity. There's a lot of layers you have to go by because there were some uh, black people that owned slaves also, uh, Negro American, thousands of slaves. Uh, Whereas the typical, uh, the Blackfoot, Cherokee, Seminoles, some of them owned slaves. That's something they didn't t- teach us in school. So the reparations, how are you gonna get? Me, I would say land. I don't care about the money because like I told you, the US dollar doesn't work for them. It's fiat money, it's paper money. It doesn't, it doesn't have no value whatsoever. So if you're going to try to act for money, 
That's a one way of go, going about it. Your main focus should be primarily land because land you can build, you can invest. There's a lot of things you can do with the land. The land is more profitable than the money because the money, and that's another con they use on us. They use the, the, the currency to get those land away from us, you know, currency notes. So that's what it was, the bank was doing with the U.S. government just to take away grab land grab they was doing to an act of Congress. MLK talked to you about that. So even Malcolm X talked about that. Like I said, he said, we Aborigines, copper-colored Aborigines. Abor mean, the beginning orig- Aborigines mean the native original. So we are Aboriginal people. We're not African. We're not from Africa. They didn't send no books to, Af- to West Africa to bring anybody here. Besides, how would an African know this terrain? How would an African cultivate in this terrain? Remember, we have four seasons. Africa only have two seasons, a dry season and a wet season. So they will not know how to cultivate here in America. So that being said, we're not African. A lot of you Negroes like to go by the term African-American, which is two continent, which is very ludicrous of you to state that fact. And black is a color. It's just a color and a state. You know, it's a status and law. It's a status and law and nature is a color. So you calling yourself black, you're dismissing yourself. You're a person of color. Look at your skin. It's copper toned, copper colored. Look at your hair, dark. So when you say you're black, that's a broad terminology. You should never use the term black to describe yourself. And I know those pale faces, they have used that term for centuries now to call us we went from Negro to colored, now to um, Afro-American to African-American. Thank you to your boy, Jesse Jackson. He was the author of that term, African-American, back in 87. In 88, they passed it into law. And a lot. Of, when I went back and looked at those um, documentation, a lot of black people was against it. But since he was running for president, he had the back of all those white, the pale faces, so he was able to pass, to pass that term, give us, give Negro American that term, African American. So the uh, Jim Crow laws was a laws that were put in place to segregate um, black from whites in the South, in the Midwest. You can say the North too. The North was segregated too, if you were to make an argument for the North, but we'll focus on the South. The Civil White War was mainly a labor dispute. They said, is that why they touched us? Lincoln didn't free uh, any slave. He did not sleep, um, free any slave. We were not even slaves, we were indentured servants because that means we were on the land, we were on the crops. So technically speaking, we were indentured servants, not slaves. But that's how they t- uh, taught us in school from kindergarten to university. They're still preaching this gospel that we were slaves. But that being said, that's a lot of things we have to research and know what took place in the past. For us to get a better understanding of what's going to take place in the future. I know reparation, I've been in, in the media for the past year and a half. None of these candidates, uh, Kamala Harris just dropped out the race. Uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, what's the other one? Elizabeth Warren. And you have, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Joe Biden. All of those candidates, they're not trying for reparation. Reparation, that's something that I need to fight. We need to take this to Geneva. We need to take it to the Congress. 
and demand them to to give us reparation. And reparations should be given only by and land. Money, like I said, money you're gonna waste your time because the money doesn't work for them. So if it was gonna be either land or gold, and I don't know America having if if they still have gold in Fort Knox, there have been a lot of report there's no gold there. And they have been reported as gold there. So who knows? We need to go to Kentucky, Fort Knox, Indiana, ask for some gold. But we need land reparation. I repeat, Negro Americans need land reparation, not money, not, uh, you know, we need land reparation. Because through an act of Congress, those land were taken away from Negro Americans throughout the South and the Midwest. So we're talking about 60 million acres of land. I repeat, 60 million, 16 million acres of land they took away. 16 million acres of land were taken away from the Negro American, which I didn't know about. Farrakhan brought it to my attention. After the reconstruction, Negro American owned about 60 million acres of land. We're talking about like over 10 states or more. Okay, over 10 states. 60 million acres is a pretty over 10 states. You might say 20 states, if you want to make that argument. That's how, many, how much land we own throughout the South and the Midwest. So Jim Crow law, it did separate us, but we strive. We had a lot of wealth during that time. But they told us we, we didn't have no wealth. Yes, we did. We had plenty of wealth. Our wealth decimated until uh, we lost a lot of wealth during the 1960s with the so-called Civil Rights Acts. I told you guys before, Civil Rights Act was an act to con, to con the Negro American in believing they were equal to white folks. And consequently, we lose a lot of money. We lose a lot of land, a lot of wealth, gener- generational wealth to be specific. To be specific, we lost a lot of generational wealth by integrating into white society. And those white companies, when they came into our community, they ended up buying off companies wholesale. And that's how they become billions and trillionaires off our backs. So Jim Crow laws, yes, it was racist and bigot, but it was done by your government. Woodrow Wilson, he did one that uh, he did a segregation in the federal workplace. He signed off in that in 1913. He gave you the Federal Reserve Bank, and those are the notes they were using to take your land away from you. Prom- promissory notes, okay? Promissory notes was used as a con to take away the land from the Negro American. You must know that. You must understand that. That's why you need to teach it to your children. You need to tell them go back and look up. The Civil Rights Act, go back and look up reconstruction after slavery. Look at the Civil War. What is what was the catalyst beyond that? It was a labor dispute between the North and the South. Lincoln wanted to emerge the market, um, the North and the South, the Confederates. He wanted to emerge those two markets. So he uh, the church in Canada to bring them to make America stronger. But it was no, they didn't have no I they didn't Lincoln didn't care about the Negro American when it comes to wealth. He, he wanted to take over the South and control the wealth down South. And that's why, and the Confederacy, they was winning. I can tell you guys, they were winning the war because they, they fought them all the way to <laughs> Pennsylvania. 
So you think about Pennsylvania is in the north. So they fought all the way to Pennsylvania. That means they were winning the war. If the Negro American then stepped in in the, in the Union Army, the Confederacy would have won handily. They would have won the war. Okay, keep that. Let's keep that in perspective. They was winning the war. They were winning the war. They they fought into into. They fought all the way to Pennsylvania. Gettysburg, that's in Pennsylvania. Last time I checked, Gettysburg, that's in Pennsylvania. That's in the state of Pennsylvania, Gettysburg. So they fought all the way to Gettysburg. That means they were winning. The, the Confederacy was winning the war. It's because of Negro American who joined the war. That's how they lost the war. And there was a lot of Negro American who fought in the Confederacy. Okay, don't let those um, Democrats, those liberal media fool you with this nonsense. There were no black fought in the Confederacy. Yes, there was millions of black people fought in the Confederacy. Um, because the black was not going for that, because they knew what was at stake. They knew that the, the North wanted to take over the South and control the wealth. And that's what they fought for. They wasn't fighting for a pale face. They were fighting for, for their own wealth, for their own land. So a lot of black people fought, a lot of Negro American Specifically speaking, it's fought for this uh, in the Confederacy. You must know that. You must understand that. I didn't know that. I had to go look it up. A, a lot of Negro Americans fought in the Confederates. Not only in the New Union Army, but a lot of black people fought Negro American, Aboriginal, copper colored, fought in the Confederate in the South because they wanted to maintain their wealth, they wanted to maintain their land. So, the Civil War was simply, to simplify, was a labor dispute between the North and the South. That's what, that's what it was. Lincoln, the Emancipation Proclamation, Emancipation Proclamation did not, live in this, did not free any Negro American. You must know that. You must understand that. So the Jim Crow law, by and large, was um, laws output in the book by the federal government to segregate black people, Negro American, in public places like bathroom hotels, you know, um, public, public transportation, um, housing, so on and so forth, school. So, and see, what, that's why I make it so ingenious. After all those things, the Negro American was still successful. That's why white folks are so jealous of us. They posed all those racial, racist laws, and we still, like my Angela told you, I like dust, you still rise. There's no other nation that have gone through all those perpetual slavery that was able to rise like this. That's why we are a special people. The black American, the Negro American, copper-colored Aborigines, they are special people. No matter what they put against us, we still rise like dust. We still rise, and we're still rising. And that's why I do this, this podcast from the bottom of my heart. I'm not doing it for fame. I'm not doing it for money. If I get money out of it, great. If I don't, it's also great. If God had put this in my heart, the not you know the 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 hunger for knowledge to share with my average listeners. I do this for the average listeners who don't have the time to go and look up stuff. But you guys must go and look up those things for you to get a better understanding or understand what took place in the past when it comes to the civil right or uh, the civil war. Lincoln administration, why he got killed, and partly was because of that. That's why he got assassinated. Because the 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 trick that he did, a lot of Confederate it was a Confederate soldier that killed him. 
You didn't know that. So a lot of those things we have to know what take place in the, in the, in the past and what's going to take place in the future. Like I told you, reparation should not be money. It should be in land only. Because the money now don't have no value. The US dollar is fiat money. I can emphasize this. I can emphasize this enough. The US currency is fiat money, which means it's paper money. It's worthless. Okay, it doesn't work for them. So your main focus should be like we need land reparation. And Melkel told told you before in 1968 before he got shot. Through an act of Congress, millions of acres were given away, was taken away from the New American and given away to pale faces, aka Caucasian, aka whites. So you must know that, you must understand that. That's something that we must understand. And those politicians, like I told you before, they've been pimped like prostitutes by lobbyists. They do not have your best interests at heart. I repeat, those prostitutes in Congress are being pimped by lobbyists they do not have your best interests at heart. You have to have an agenda, and they have to follow your agenda. Your agenda should be land reparation by all means necessary. And I mean that. By all means necessary, we need land reparation. I will leave you with this note. Just like dust, we shall rise. One love. This is John Rosenberg signing off. Take care.